awesome, awesome is the Lord our God. Amen. Well, it'd be a good place to just give God a high five and say, yeah, that means upstairs first, right? Give God a high five and say, you are amazing. You are amazing. You're amazing. You are amazing. Then turn to someone who you can see <laughs> sitting around. Sometimes the lights can go, what, what? <laughs> turn to someone to your right or your left and go, you look a lot like your father. And I know you're thinking, I'm thinking about your earthly father. No, what I've seen in this house today reminds me of those who know him. Know him. Now, I know many of you have been looking at that incredible program that has been put together. And you're thinking to yourself, as I've been thinking, where is Larry Seitz? Bradley didn't look like him and. You certainly don't look like him. What happened to the man of God? How many know that there are always things that can show up unexpectedly? Yeah. So um, yesterday, getting ready to go over and catch uh, a baseball game uh, at uh, Florida Field, and I just felt impressed by the Holy Spirit. I released that impression upon you tonight. that you will follow, well, the woman of God, the missionary that spoke in the house said, obey the Spirit. If the church would catch up, we could play ahead. We need to obey the Spirit of God. We do a great job obeying ourselves. Why don't we start obeying the Holy Ghost? Wow. You've already had the Word. It was read to you. It's in Acts chapter 2. And sometimes I have to have my bottle with me. I'll I'll get back. Just travel with me in the spirit, please. Because that's where you're supposed to live. Not in the flesh, but in the spirit. So travel with me in the spirit. There are times when God will absolutely let me know, I'm going to change some things before you get up there. And I still have to have my baba or my little blanket or my binky. Or my iPad. I'm trying to connect. Just because you're 30 or 40 or 50 or beyond doesn't mean you've gotten out of the nursery. And if you won't walk in the spirit, you are in the nursery. Oh, oh. That was real hot. Just because someone graduated from college, high school, or beyond doesn't mean that they are living where they're supposed to live. Because we actually live and move and have our being in Him. They knew it on the day of Pentecost. It would be really cool to see the church, the body of Christ, catch up. I don't like following sports teams that are always trailing. I like teams that hit somebody in the mouth early and often. And take away their will to play. Why doesn't everyone in the body of Christ in this tri-county area begin to take away the will of darkness to attack us? It's time for us to put on the full armor of God, live in the day of Pentecost, and expect the wind and the fire of the Spirit of God. 
So I don't know if I'm going to reopen that or not, but I'll keep the scripture right here. God's been speaking for some time across the nations about preparation for the wind and the fire of the Holy Ghost. I'm standing down there with my brothers, and the Holy Spirit spoke to me and said, when did you say that the day of Pentecost was over? What a great day this has been. What an incredible time we've experienced. But sometimes we get so deep in our own theology, we lock out God. Long as we show up, we're happy. What about God showing up? What about opening up everything and letting the wind and the fire come in? Because when the wind and the fire show up, there will be change. And you're thinking like I'm thinking in the natural. My body was telling me I'm going to shut down. But see, I don't live at that level. I live in the realm of the spirit. And when you live in the realm of the spirit, you're not as prone to fulfill the lust of the flesh. That's a little bit of word right there. So um, we're heading over to watch a baseball game. I told you I'd be back just to kind of pick you back up and see if you'll catch up. It's time for the church to catch up. And I'm not talking about something you buy to put on a hot dog. There are too many hot dogs in the church. Yeah. But what God's looking for is people who absolutely go, Pentecost is open. The wind and the fire is happening in my life, in my soul, in my home, in my workplace. I feel the presence of the Lord. And Pentecost is not closed, but open. I'll get back to Larry. So I said, Holy Spirit, if I'm going to trust you and put my binky away and my bottle, I'm talking to the nursery Christians right now. You're going to have to give me an insight. If you ask, you'll receive. Some of us need to start asking because he's ready to release. He is a releasing God of revelation. If we're willing to be receptive to, that's the issue, isn't it? We're receptive to what we think. If it lines up, great. If not, I'll bypass you, God. So I said, can you give me just a little insight? Because I do want to trust you. You know the hymn, trust and obey, for there's no other way. To be happy. Have you ever been around unhappy Christians? I've got the answer for you. They're not trusting and they're not obeying. Come on, church. Come on, church. So I said, give, give me a little help and I'll put away my baba. I, I, I'll trust you. God wants us to trust him every step of the way. So he said to me, tell them Pentecost is not closed. It's open. Many of us who've been called and sent preach our own gospel. The day of Pentecost actually took place historically, but it's never been closed. Oh, unless you live under a closed heaven. Many of us are living under an open heaven. I expect things from God all the time. 
Sometimes it doesn't line up with my agenda. So much for my agenda. Come on down. Rhema. Come on down. Rain. Come on down. Revelation. Let it rain. Let the fire and let the wind come on down. So the Holy Spirit said, do you remember? Has he ever said that to you? Do you remember? And I said, where are you taking me? The Lord will always take you to a point of remembrance so that he can move you to a new level of revelation. He builds on that. Come on, church. Come on, church. Listen, if we're capable of eating a great meal like we did a little while ago, some of us are capable to go back and get some more. I'm capable of going back to get some more. Now I've just switched on you and said, I'm capable of going back and getting more from the presence of the Lord. I've been telling the house in here that I'm a double dipper. And if you were watching, and you should always be watching those who walk in the Spirit. You should be watching those who walk in the Spirit. They're the ones that are working diligently not to fulfill the lust of the flesh. I was the first one through the line for prayer. Just let me touch your hands. And you know what? The Holy Spirit said, are you? I knew what he was talking about because I just mentioned it Wednesday night. I'm a double dipper. If I go to the Dairy Queen, I don't want just one scoop. Go ahead and load that bad boy up. Give me two scoops, please. Same price if you don't mind. So I just waited for the line to go down because I'm learning to be patient Someone spoke about that, and I just got at the back of the line, came right back by her again, and go, give me a little bit more. What am I saying? You may be a little full, a little over the top. You might be a little tired or exhausted, but there's something that God wants you to get this afternoon before we end our day on holy convocation. And God has already said, heaven's open. The day of Pentecost has not closed and you don't control the Holy Spirit. Oh, that's a dangerous word to the church because there are many in the ministerial level and on board levels who try to control the Holy... You don't control the Holy Ghost. So I said, I do remember. Show me. I'll get back to Larry. I said, show me, and he did. He showed a young teenage boy on a bicycle back in Ohio with a newspaper route and taking that sucker and whipping it right up on the porch and just keep right on pedaling. Next one. They used to say to me, you can't run that route that fast. I said, you made a mistake when you said you can't. Because God's put something inside of you that can. You're the one. Let me put it up here so no one feels like I'm pointing it. You're the one that's constantly shutting down the operation of the Holy Ghost in your life by saying, I can't. I can't is I won't. Heaven's open. Are you? Woo. All of this is going to end by simply reminding you that revival is coming to this region. Uh huh. Because there's been many before us who have travailed in prayer for this region. See, it's one thing to pray in the big cities and things break loose. But sometimes they forget about us out here. But you know what? We're out here and God has not forgotten us. 
And he's going to visit this region. And I want to give you two signposts. Since you find it on your GPS, find it in the Word. I'm, I'm talking about your locations. You're going to experience wind of the Holy Ghost and you're going to experience fire. Fire burns out all the things that should not be in our lives. And people used to call my mother. Now where is he? You're lost if you're in your mind. You're right with me if you're living in the spirit. They would call sometimes and go, uh, your son forgot our paper. Occasionally I'd miss somebody. Not often. And sometimes, because I was a little nasty back then, I did it on purpose. If they were late on paying me, I let them know. Ain't got no news today, do you? But you did get some news, didn't you? The news is, pay up, and I'll go ahead and get you next one. Come on, church. Come on, church. People love news. People love news. Even if it's not authentic, they'll still listen to it. But open up the bread, and they don't want a whole lot of that. I walked back in there a little while ago, and I said, what y'all got left over? They said, we still got a lot of biscuits. Or a lot of rolls. That's bread. That's wheat. There's always plenty of bread in the heavenlies because he is the bread of life. The Bible says that he is. He's the bread of life. What do you need? All you got to do is ask and you shall receive. He's going to bring the bread through the wind. He's going to bring the bread after the fire has done its work in our lives. Notice I didn't say your life, our lives. There's things that have got to be burnt out of my life. You know why? Because I've held on to them too long. And so have you. You got to let go. Otherwise, I, 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 Mom, burn my finger. You'll be crying up to the Father. That one hurt. Only because you wouldn't release it. Then the Holy Spirit is here. It won't burn you if you'll release what you don't need anymore. So I said, okay, thank you to the Holy Spirit. I'm, I'm kind of drawing it out. He does it real quick. Have you ever noticed? He can give it to you that quick. And he said, just break this news to them. The wind and the fire of my presence will set. Right now, it's just hovering over this region. It's all right if you go. You are a talking head. I am telling you prophetically. And I have seen spiritually, not yet physically, I have seen the hovering wind of the Holy Ghost over this region. And when he's here, I'm not going anywhere. Even if somebody gave me an offer to go somewhere else, I ain't going because he hasn't released me. Who are you listening to today? The next caller? Or are you still under the call? Hello? Hello? Oh, no, 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 no. It won't be long. The Spirit of the Lord is quick. The Bible uses suddenly many, many times. 
There's going to be a sudden move in this house this afternoon before we close in just a few moments. God moves suddenly, especially when you're in the right place, especially when you are in one accord. I'm not talking about the phone. I'm talking about the scripture that's on my phone. And let me explain something here real quick. Ready? I definitely believe in carrying my Bible, but I also believe it needs to be sown in my heart. So just because you don't see me carry a Bible up here doesn't mean I don't have it somewhere. More than that, it better be here. Because I'm not going to be able to open up God's Word every day at the academy. But if I've got some scriptures on the inside, let's go. Come on, let's get this thing on. What, what? Oh, I, I, I'm not, I, don't, I don't want a war like that. Well, that's why you're where you are. Because you're not willing to take the Word and put Him back where He belongs. Under your feet. Under your feet. God has made you. And that's why I'm so careful because we've heard so much that I'm guarded. And when I use these type of phrases, he's made you the head and not the tail. But when you know that, live that. It reminds me when I used to tell individuals, example, the young man who could really stroke it from the outside. I used to say to him, Cedric, put it down and drive. You're 6'5". They can't stop you. Take it to the rack. I, yeah, crazy like that. And let them make contact with you. Some guys will drive the basketball as long as there's no contact. This is going somewhere. There are many Christians who want to follow Jesus on the perimeter, but they won't get down in it. They don't want any contact. Make contact, score it, go to the foul line. Make a three-point play out of this thing and give them another foul. Put their starters on the bench. What's he talking about? Certainly not athletics. Whip his tail and drive the strongholds out of this region. With what? With the wind and the fire of the Holy Ghost that is upon you. Get up in your bicycle. In the old covenant, it was chariots. I'm talking about that illustration. When I was a teenage guy and I rode that bicycle, man, I'd hit those sidewalks. There's your newspaper. There's your newspaper. Nope, you haven't paid, sorry. And just keep booking. Yes, I used to do that. I wonder how many times God has done the same thing with me. He's passing people by and he's handing out the gifts and he's bringing the wind and he's releasing the fire and he comes to me and he goes, been a long time since I've seen you. Been a long time since you've been in my presence. Been a long time since you cried out to me. Been a long time since you've been in the right place. It's been a long time since you were in one accord. But, 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 but if you'll meet me at the foot of the cross, son, I'll give you the latest news. Holy Spirit of God. Holy Spirit of God. We're going to come now close to the, to the finish of the message. God wants you out of the box. God wants you to accept the program of the Holy Spirit and be ready for any change in a moment's notice. Can you hear this this afternoon? God, give the church ears to hear, eyes to see, and hearts to receive. The phone call. I felt compelled of the Holy Spirit. I released the compelling of the Holy Spirit upon you this afternoon. I release an unction on you this afternoon. I release an unction. 
Go look it up. Check it out. Read about it. I'll throw that newspaper at you one more time. Here, here it goes. I release the compelling power of the Holy Ghost. Here it is. I release uh, the wind of the Holy Ghost. I release the fire of the Holy Ghost. Here, here's a brand new unction you've never had before. I thought you all liked breaking news. I mean, that's why we all run back to get on our social now. Well, let's see what's going on in the world today. (laughs) Oh, really? Hungry as a wolf for nothing. Nothing. Dare I take you to the old covenant where Jesus spoke, of course, as God in the old covenant and reminded Israel that what they were trying to pour in didn't have any ability to hold what they were pouring in, cisterns that could not contain anything. My heart breaks and grieves when I see people constantly putting away relationships so they can live in outer space. Oh, the Spirit of the Lord is here. Oh, the Spirit of the Lord is here. Then we wonder why kids can't relate to anybody in the classroom because they don't relate at home because mom and dad have got all this up in here. Shut this stuff down and start spending time with your family. Shut this stuff down and start praying. Shut this thing down and start fasting. Shut this thing down and grab that newspaper. It's the newspaper from heaven that says Pentecost is not closed. It is open. It is a newspaper from heaven that says I give to you an open heaven. It's the news blast from heaven that says I'm giving you wind so that you can continue. I'm not concerned about your age. I'm concerned about your attitude. Here is fresh wind and here's some fire because you're facing some giants. Now go smoke them out. Well, that was a prophetic word. Oh, yes. The finish line. And I haven't even used my comforter. Jesus said, it's expedient for me to go so that I might send to you the comforter. We have false comforters, don't we? Come on, church. We have false comforters, don't we? All you need is the Holy Ghost. You need the Spirit of the Most High God. And when He dwells within you and you are submitted to Him, there will be wind and there will be fire and there will be fresh news every morning right from the throne room into your heart, into your soul, and you won't be disturbed by the phone calls that come. And with this, I close. Glory. Woo! So I felt compelled by the Spirit of God to call Larry. I had called him on Wednesday, and he said, hey, brother, you got to pray for me. I'm not feeling real good. I said, come on, man. I know you live in Tennessee, but come on. Get out of that volunteer attitude. Folks, sports is a part of my DNA, okay? So you just got to deal with it. I said, do you need for me to play Rocky Top? What do you need, brother? He said, you know, you're all the time cutting up. He said, you know what I need. We've been together since way back in the 80s. I said, all right, I'll pray for you. How many know that God answers prayer his way? Not our- That's why some have quit praying. Because we thought it would be another baba, another blanket, another binky moment. We use prayer because we're still in the nur- nursery. Listen to what Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego said. 
we don't know, king, what you're going to do. We're going to tell you what we're not going to do. And we're not even sure if he will deliver us. But know this, king, we will not bow. Now, that's good, solid prayer right there. We're going to leave the results in your hands because you are sovereignly in charge. And I thank you for the late-breaking news. So I pick up the phone yesterday, and I call him, thinking about just relaxing, going to a ball game. And when he answered the phone, I could tell right away it wasn't Larry. And I knew I needed to stop fooling around. Like, don't get into cutting up. That's not where he is. I release in this house this afternoon the gift, the spirit of discernment over the over this house, over your life. I release discernment. Without discernment, you will get shot up in the spirit. You will get knocked out. You will get put on the bench. You will have technical fouls. You'll fall out of the game. But with discernment, you are more than a conqueror through Jesus Christ who loves you and strengthens you, equips you, and molds you into the image of his son. That would be Jesus. So I said, what's going on, brother? He said, um, I'm in the hospital here in Augusta. I said, what? He said, yeah, I've had an emergency surgery, appendix. So I could tell he was really down, so I tried to pump him up. I said, so you don't believe in miracles? We expect for you to be here. I mean, just rise up. I was trying to pump him up a little bit. He said, you know, that's what I love you. That's what I love about you. You, you just constantly do something. I said, true. And so then I settled down and I said, so tell me what's going on. He said, emergency, this thing just kind of went crazy and I've had to have an emergency surgery and, and I even pleaded with the doctors, can you release me in time to get down to Florida? And they said, are you crazy? You're not driving for two weeks, let alone any ministry. And then you could hear the cracking of his voice and tears I could tell that there were tears there. And he said, I've never missed any appointments in the ministry. I said, you still haven't. It's just another adjustment. Do you want your late breaking news? Sometimes you want to throw them right back at the man of God or the woman of God, whoever it is that's ministering. Sometimes we don't like the news report. So instead of being able to go over and kick back and just, and I did, but I didn't and relax, and kick back and watch the game, I'm troubled in my soul. Going, man, this thing's all put together, God. What is this? Larry's supposed to be here, lead us in worship, and then he's to bring the word tomorrow, and then Sunday morning he's to be with us in the house. What is going on? I love it when I yell. He never responds. If more parents would do that, we might have some breakthroughs with kids. I'm in Gainesville the other day for my annual checkup, and they said, man, you still got all the juice. I said, thank you, Doc. I'm good to go, baby, for another year. But while I'm waiting to go in, there's this teenage mother sitting out there with a little tyke, three years old maybe. And she is also pregnant with her second, and this child is going crazy. And mom starts yelling. Guess what the baby started doing? Yelling right back. And then it just exploded in there. And an elderly gentleman, much older than I, thank you. Ah, y'all going to sleep on me. 
You didn't. Thank you, brother. Said, can I help you? <laughs> like they were getting tired of having this show. Sometimes we like to put on a show. What, what's going on? We have this all mapped out. We got it all planned. And, and what is this? When I finally settled down and someone spoke today about trusting and obeying God, when I finally settled down in my seat of all places you have, that was supposed to be funny. Don't be offended. Please don't be offended. We as Christians, that's what I'm talking, I'm not trying to hurt you. That's why I know many times we are around the nursery. Because people that are easily offended haven't grown up. Because you are a Bible carrier and the word is in you, you are already going to have people that are going to be offended because you're a word carrier. So then if you're offended because of nonsense, that means you're still dribbling and you got problems. Like, your diaper needs to be changed. Stop being so easily offended. Spirit of the Lord is here. So when I finally got over myself and stopped acting like a baby, you know, sometimes when we act like a baby, we buy more pretzels. So I said, I'm done. I'm finishing. I said to Joshua, I said, let's go down and get a big old pretzel. Big baby. Not Josh. He's bigger than I am. Me. I'll just, I'll just enjoy this pretzel. God's not going to answer me. And Larry's not coming. And I got to report to the other men of God and the woman of God. Put some more mustard on it. That's how I was acting. And I sat back in my chair, pushed out a little bit like a little baby, and just went away on my little pretzel. When I finally got over myself, he spoke. And when he talks, he talks so gentle, just like a dove. And he said, will you trust me? Now I'm embarrassed. I bring to you my last newspaper for today. And I'm going to toss it to you, to you, to you, to you, to you, to you, and all over. i got a few more left, and I don't care. I'm just going to get rid of these things because I'm not even going to tell how many extra I had. I'm just going to throw them all out there. I used to do that too. When you're frustrated, when your apple cart gets turned upside down, when everything that you have set and scheduled and agended changes, will you trust him? Will you trust him? And then as we're getting in the car, I, I, I made a phone call, of course, to Bradley because he just got extra put on. And I said to him something that doesn't come natural for me. I said, we've got to be very quiet about this. Let me explain to you this way. When storms show up, it's time to be quiet. But what are we doing? What the world has taught us. Hello. Did you know? And the enemy is just having a heyday. A heyday. 
when the Spirit of the Lord would say, be still and know that I am God. This has been an incredible day. In a moment, I'm going to release it to our bishop. Come on, give God praise in the house for what the Lord has done. Look, 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 look what the Lord has done. Look around, look around, look within, look without. Look up, look up, look in, look around. Look what the Lord has done today in this region with men and women who love God and love one another. You look in, you look up. And then he opens up the throne room and you see him high and lifted up. That's where we are. Prepare yourself for the wind and the fire. It's about to release from the hovering position to where it finds you in location. And the wind and the fire will change the direction and the destiny of your life. Before I pray, There wouldn't be enough room in the altar. But we'll just call the whole house an altar. Good news, good news. Heaven's open. We may all come before him. If you are ready for the wind, I'm on my bicycle. I'm coming towards you with brand new news. If you're ready for the wind and the fire, of the Holy Ghost and you will show that by trusting him in the midst of the storm I want to invite you to stand all over this auditorium to stand with me saying I'm going through a storm I may be getting ready for a storm but I'm ready for the wind I'm ready for the fire and I am going to trust him and I'm going to learn the process of being still and knowing that he is God I invite you to stand across this room.